You are listening to the Business Society Podcast with Melissa Houston, CPA, financial strategist for CEOs, and a Forbes.com columnist. The Business Society community is where business owners come together to learn about real business, common problems, and real solutions. Are you a successful business owner who is now ready to learn how to increase your profit margins so that you can keep more money in your pocket and build your personal net worth? You are in the right place. With over 20 years of experience working with business owners, I share with you real advice that will help you increase the profit in your business and build your net worth. I know you're a genius at what you do, regardless of what profession you're in, and I'm here to help you make sense of the money and other pressing business issues. Have a business problem? We'll find real business solutions. Margie Feldhoon is a podcast host and the co-owner and CEO of Interview Connections, the first and leading podcast booking agency. She and her business partner lead an in-house staff of over 20 full-time employees in their now virtual Rhode Island office and have successfully scaled the agency to multiple seven figures. In addition to being an entrepreneur, Margie is also an animal rescue advocate and personal development enthusiast. With her podcast, We Get It, Your Dad Died, Margie uses her own experience of losing her dad to suicide to transform the conversation around grief and show the joy that is possible on the other side of loss. Her show won first prize in the best podcast category of the 2021 Rhode Island International Film Festival. Hey, Margie, how are you? I am so excited to welcome you to the Business Society podcast. Hi, Melissa. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. So I am actually a client of yours, so it really excites me that I get an opportunity to sort of flip rolls here and I get to interview you. And if you would like, I would love to hear, and I'm sure listeners would love to hear about your business and how you help me and so many other entrepreneurs. Yeah. And before I do, I just want to say you are someone I just am so honored to represent. We interviewed you on our show too. And I just, I love what you're doing so much. I think it's so incredibly important. Thank you. There's such a lack of, I think, financial confidence and education in the online entrepreneur world. And I know for a fact that both money problems and mostly the shame about those problems is a leading cause of suicide. And suicide prevention is such a, a near and dear topic to me. So I really want to thank you because the work you're doing, I, I truly believe it saves lives and I know it changes lives too. So oh my I, gosh. I just think you're wonderful and our company being able to get your voice and message out there to as many people as possible is, is really why I do this and why I love it. That's amazing. Thank you so much. I mean, it really warms my heart and I did not see this coming whatsoever. <laughs> and this is like just even more of a reason why I love working with your company because Everybody is just so wonderful and caring and really seems to want to help you advance and, you know, help you get your message out and stuff. So before we lose people and we're in the confusion here, can you tell us about what it is that you do offer for people? Yes. So Interview Connections, we are a podcast guest booking agency. So we book entrepreneurs as guests on other people's podcasts so that they can grow their personal brand, reach more people, be more discoverable and visible online, which is so important, and have an organic way to be consistently generating warm leads and clients that is not reliant on paid ads or something like that. 
Yes. And it's such it's such a great way to network with other entrepreneurs, business owners, get your message out there. I have been working with interview connections for I, I think I started working with you in September. And the amount of bookings that I have received, it's been amazing. Like I'm on podcasts to probably about two times a week through you guys. And I just love it. I adore working with Dan and I love just, you know, connecting with other podcasters, connecting with listeners. You know, it's just, it's, it's a fantastic service. I can't say enough good things about it. I don't know if Britt, if Britt told you, you review any of these interview notes or stuff, but we had our meeting yesterday and we were talking about, you know, she's like, well, you know, how would you rate the service? And I'm like, I'm just super happy with it. So yeah. Anyways, I digress. <laughs> oh, I'm so glad to hear that. So now as a business owner, so when you were starting your business, because this is, you know, in the Business Society, we really like to talk to entrepreneurs and really hear their business story and the types of challenges they may have faced while they were starting their business, right? Because we are all faced with challenges. And, you know, as you refer to as well, like, you know, money management, business finances, personal finances, it all relates to mental health. And the more people talk and share about their experiences as entrepreneurs, not the rosy, glossy stuff, because, you know, there's enough of that information out there where people are like, I've been an overnight success. I've been this, I've been that. And for 99.9% .9 of us, that does not happen. So I like to get to real stories from real entrepreneurs and hear about the challenges that they faced and overcame as they were building their business. So it gives hope and inspiration for other business owners because every day it, there's always a new challenge for us. So I know that was quite a mouthful, but do you have any comments on that? <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. And I so agree. I think it's so important for entrepreneurs to talk openly about the challenges. And that's one of the reasons I love podcasts, because I feel like it's a great space to have those honest conversations. So I have sort of a unique business owner journey because I did not found the company. Jess founded the company in 2013, and I came on as actually a contractor. At that time, we had all contractors, not employees. As a booking agent in 2016, I became the first employee of the company in 2017. And then at my one-year review, I negotiated 50% equity in the business, and I was officially a 50% owner at the start of 2018, and I'm now the CEO. So it was a very unique journey. And when people are like, you know, what do you credit with like moving up that fast in the company? A number of things, but a really good therapist was part of it. And <laughs> I that's, <love> that. <laughs> I, I always jokingly think to myself, behind every powerful leader is a great therapist. And it doesn't have to be a true therapist. Maybe it's a coach, maybe it's a mentor, but every great leader has processed their trauma. Because if you are out there getting triggered with your team, with your clients, your business is going to fall apart. So I really credit that with the work I did because I lost my dad in 2015 and it was so traumatic and a big loss like that kicks up past trauma too, right? So it's not just the trauma of that loss, but everything comes up and I had a really great therapist who did EMDR trauma reprocessing therapy with me for over a year. So there is a lot of personal development and reading personal development books and doing meditation and exercising. And that's also important. And also I needed professional help. 
And because I did that work on myself, I was able to come into the business. And in 2017, when I became the first employee, we did a full transition. We had at least 80 clients at that time. We got rid of all of our contractors who were all over the world and hired local in-state employees, which was a mess. I just remember going into Jess's office one day and putting my head down on this little table she had and like crying. It was so intense to make that transition to make sure service wasn't disrupted. And we didn't really know what we were doing. We hadn't hired local employees before. It had been a totally virtual business with contractors. And we didn't at that time have a coach who knew how to hire employees. So we were really winging it. And it was really tough a lot of days. But because I had done all that work and all that therapy, I had the resilience to, you know, cry, cry at a table in Jess's office and then get up and go and keep going. So if you're at that place where you're like head down crying on a table, keep going. That's okay. It doesn't mean anything's wrong. You're on you're on your way. I love that. I love so many things you just said in that. And I'm going to go back to the first thing that I love is that you're openly talking about therapy. And the reason why I love that so much is because, first of all, I am a student of therapy as well. I've been through therapy since I was a child and I still go. And I think everybody needs a good therapist because, you know, I mean, I, I just seems obvious to me, but you know, it's always great to have that sounding board and to have that objective opinion. But so many people don't talk about it, right? And being an entrepreneur, I don't know if you can relate to this. I'm going to bet that you can because most entrepreneurs that I talk to, we all feel this, is that it's the most emotionally vulnerable thing we've ever done, right? And being an entrepreneur requires a certain amount of self-awareness and being aware of mindset issues and just there's just so much packaged into like so many emotions packed into being an entrepreneur and those days where you feel like you're an absolute failure and you know like you you might as well just throw in the towel i love that you're saying that it's part of the journey because even me i need to be reminded of that right because it's like i'm putting it out putting it out putting it out and we tend to get caught up in measuring our success through dollars or clients or you know this or that but we're not really looking back on the journey and like even just, you know, maybe a month ago from, from today and see how much we've progressed since then, you know? So I, I, I do really appreciate the fact that you are talking about therapy and I am sorry that you lost your dad and that you went through that trauma. Oh, thank you so much. And I think what helps me though, you know, obviously I'm still grieving. I'll be grieving forever, but creating meaning out of losing my dad of being able to help other people by talking about it and telling the story and creating a space for other people to talk about grief and to talk about therapy for me it's like my dad's legacy so it it helps me you know feel feel better about it and almost see it as a as a positive that came out of such a negative and from what i understand that prompted you to start your own separate podcast as well yes yeah i started a show called we get it your dad died and I interview high-achieving entrepreneurs about a significant loss in their life. And it was a show that just, it almost like just happened of its own accord. Like it, I just couldn't stop it from happening. And it's been really powerful. It's, it's amazing to talk to these high-powered people 
about something that they usually don't talk about like at all, even though it's so much of what shaped them. And it's incredible to see the themes that run through them. There's there's so many different threads that I've noticed with every single story about, you know, their resilience coming from their ability to make meaning, to make a positive meaning out of their loss. That's something that I've seen in every single one. And the feedback I get from listeners, I really didn't know how it would be received, right? Because I'm like putting out a show about death with kind of a tongue-in-cheek title. Like, I don't know if people are going to be horrified by this, but I put it out. And the response I got, I mean, I screenshotted all the messages I got and I like they made me cry because people were telling me how much it meant to them, how they never hear real conversations about loss like this. And the guests as well have told me that it's, I, I thought I wouldn't be able to get anyone to be a guest on the show. I thought it would be really hard because I'm like, do they really want to like, come on and talk about the worst thing that ever happened to them and are they going to feel it's bad positioning to share that the mess that is right after something like that happens but I consistently have people thanking me so much and saying that being a guest on the show has has healed them too and helped in their healing so it's it's been really cool yeah I absolutely love that I mean that's very deep and why do you think it is that people don't talk about the trauma that we've well especially the well, I don't know if it's especially entrepreneurs, but you know, just the fact that you serve high achieving entrepreneurs is where the question is coming from. And I'm just wondering, like, what do you think it is that people, why people don't talk about this? I don't know. I think if they haven't done work to process it, they might be afraid because it's still like an open nerve, basically. So they're, they just are avoiding it and not touching it. And I think also, as leaders, we need to create spaces to talk about it because I think people are very willing and they want to and they're ready to talk about it, but they don't necessarily want to, you know, drop something really dark in an otherwise yeah. like light conversation about marketing. Although now I just do that, do that all the time. <laughs> and you can do that actually, it turns out. But it, I think as leaders, we need to create spaces, but there is a shift happening. It's changing so much in people talking openly about therapy, about trauma, about getting triggered. And I think that's a really beautiful shift that is just gaining more and more momentum that as leaders, we can be a part of magnifying as well. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, especially with the, you know, attention that mental health is getting of late, not that it wasn't getting attention before, but it seems like everybody's talking about it now because of the pandemic and the results of, you know, just life changing and so many things going on in the world, right? Do you get a lot of, like, a lot of people who are willing to share their story on your podcast, are they typically people who have, you know, gone through the therapy process or are they just fresh and ready to share? Yes. So I focus on people who are more past it. They're not still in it in that fresh part. That would just be a different show. So this is more focused on people who are far enough out of it and who have done enough personal work that they have a little bit more perspective of it. They're talking about, you know, the gifts that they got out of it. Whereas someone who just lost someone, I would not recommend being like, yeah. what's the silver yeah, lining? Be because fairly tender. Yeah, that time is really like you have to be in it. You have to fall apart. It's messy. It's it's ugly. It is kind of beautiful too. It's kind of everything. 
But no, I focus on people who have some perspective from the loss, although grief never goes away. And sometimes you can be surprised, even if you've done all this work, even if you consider yourself like an advanced griever, which is a term I sometimes use, sometimes it'll hit you. Sometimes you'll tell a story you haven't told before and start crying. I've cried on my own podcast. And it can be unpredictable. So they're past it. They have perspective, but they're still always, it's still there and it can sneak up on you. So is it only just people who have lost someone that are grieving that come on your show to talk? At this time, it is. My original vision for the show, though, was and still is that we would talk about other types of loss as well. So I'm interested in conversations as well about people who have, because so many things can cause a significant loss and grief, like something major in your life falling apart is a loss. And I I think those are similar conversations. So as of now, all the conversations have been focused on the death of someone close to them. But as the show evolves, I believe that will feature more conversations talking about, you know, losing a business, losing a relationship, all those types of things that really are truly grief and truly change you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, grief can't be defined as just one thing. That's for sure. Now, why did you choose to focus specifically on entrepreneurs? I chose to focus on entrepreneurs. I mean, more just because I'm an entrepreneur and I really saw the skills I got from learning how to navigate that loss impact the business so directly and like the therapy that I did impact the business and the things that I learned. And it came about pretty naturally because when I started talking about this, and I actually started talking about this as a guest on podcasts, and that's sort of how this messaging started to grow because I found I was telling these stories about the loss of my dad as part of my entrepreneurial journey on like every show I was guesting on. And then I had a lot of, because I was talking openly about it, I had a lot of entrepreneurs and seven-figure entrepreneurs who are either clients or in networking groups with us come to me individually and say, you know, I really like that you're talking about this. Actually, I never say this, but losing my mom changed my whole life. And I also credit it to, to this business. And so many people were sharing stuff like that, that I was like, oh, this is like a thing for entrepreneurs. It ties back to interview connections well, because I really believe it's life-changing to be sharing your story on a podcast, no matter what it is. And I know that our clients, by getting out there and sharing their journey and sharing their challenges in business or their personal challenges, I really do think it's like life-changing for the people who hear it. So yes, there's like the marketing aspect of getting leads, but I think there's a, a power to amplifying people's stories and voices. For sure, because people want to be connected to who they do business with as well, right? Yeah. Like yeah. the more the more human we can show people that we are, the more they're going to see us as human and relatable and they they want to join forces with us. Yeah, definitely. Now, when you do these interviews, what kind of feedback do you get from listeners? The feedback from listeners has been amazing. I and it's funny because like, you know, I think a lot of people can probably relate to this. So I I shared the show on my personal social media, which has, you know, business friends on it, but also like random people I went to elementary school with and like people from all different walks of life. So it was really amazing because I made this show focused on entrepreneurs, but everybody reached out like people from 
people I, who were acquaintances who just like live in the town where I live. So many people reached out and thanked me and said that it had helped them either have a cathartic cry that they really needed or to just feel understood. It was amazing. It was like people who I've been connected with vaguely on social media and don't know well, who I've never talked to, reaching out and sharing their stories with me and sharing how much the show meant to them. And it, it was just incredible. It's funny how pain can unite people too, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I believe that there's an importance, especially as entrepreneurs, that you need to deal with your feelings and, you know, just basically strive to be a well-adjusted person. So, so especially, you know, you're working with people, you're building relationships, and if you're carrying a grudge or if you're, you know, you've got these issues that you get triggered by a lot, or often people that you're working with may wonder, like, what, what is wrong with this person? And, and you end up repelling them more than you do attracting them, right? So it's really important to be centered within yourself and deal with the feelings so that they don't take over you and, and sabotage you in a, in a way. Yeah, I totally agree. And I think even for people who are avoiding or not dealing with things, but they're saying, well, I'm not taking it out on other people. Like people can feel it in your energy, even if you're not, even if you're not saying it, even if you're like have a smile on your face, people are smart. Like social animals are smart at sensing what's going on with other social animals. It's it just, we are, it doesn't have to be a woo-woo thing. And people can feel it if something's off with you and they don't trust you and they don't know why. And it's not to say that you're a bad person, but if you're not dealing with your stuff, if you're holding back or repressing or hiding stuff, I do think people can feel it and it impacts everything. It impacts your ability to make connections with other people in business and partnerships that you need and attract clients. So doing that consistent work, and it's not about being perfect. You'll probably always get triggered by something. But the way that you approach becoming the person you need to become to hit your goals and really focusing on getting better every day, not being perfect, but like, oop, okay, I didn't handle that well. Like, what happened there? How can I get better? Who do I need to help me? Do I need professional help? Do I need a therapist? Do I need a mindset coach? Do I need both? You know, really looking at like, what do I need to get past this and to let this go so that it's not controlling me as a leader and as a person and sabotaging my results. Absolutely. I completely agree with that. I mean, as a person myself, carrying a grudge years and years ago, I mean, this was a long time ago, but I definitely, you know, had some some issues where I felt victim by and, you know, just didn't really deal with. And once I started dealing with them and seeing things for the way they are and showing gratitude, I just became such a happier person and and the transformation was incredible. So for people who are struggling, I highly recommend, you know, it may seem easier at the time to just stay in what you know, but when you start working on yourself and giving yourself that gift of self-awareness, of gratitude, of joy, it, it's just, I, I don't even have the words to explain how great it feels because you're just so much happier in your own skin. So. That's my two cents. <laughs> yeah. No, I love that. I totally agree. Yeah. So if there's anything that you really want listeners to take away from this conversation today, what would that be? I think it would be self-compassion, you know, like wherever you're at in business. And I love that you talk about this so much, forgiving yourself for mistakes that you've made personally, professionally, 
that's such a big part of moving forward and even being willing to seek professional help or whatever it is you need. The first step is having the compassion towards yourself and not saying, I'm a terrible person because I did this or I said this or I messed this up. But you know, being loving towards yourself and getting yourself whatever type of help you need to get to the next level. Yeah, I absolutely love that. Now, if people were going to reach out to you, which I'm fairly certain you will have some listeners wanting to reach out, where can they find you, Margie? Yeah, sure. So my podcast is called We Get It, Your Dad Died, and it's available on all major podcast players. And then our business website is interviewconnections.com. Awesome. And we will keep those links in the show notes. So anybody needing them can grab them there as well. So I can't thank you enough for this conversation today. It was a little dark, but it was definitely needed. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely went down a road I wasn't anticipating, but you know, it reminds us the importance of mental health and to, you know, if you're struggling and you need help to reach out. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Business Society podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, leave us a review. Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with someone you think would love it. Until next time, I'm Melissa Houston. And never forget, nobody will ever care about your money as much as you do. So never give your financial power away.